We all would like to think that we know where we are going and how to get there. But at every stage in life, we need divine direction. God has promised to guide us if we simply follow. The fifth and final section of Psalms are referred to as Deuteronomy Psalms because they remind us to keep returning to the truth of God's Word. Join us as we study them with Scott Pauley today. God knows you better than you know you. In fact, there is no one on earth that knows you as well as God knows you. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ could say about people that He didn't need anyone to testify of what was in them. He knew what was in them. Why is that? Because the Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. He is the omniscient one, the all-knowing God. And Psalm 139 may be one of the greatest passages in all of Scripture on God's perfect knowledge. Now, what a summary passage it is. It's 24 verses long, and I want to walk through it with you today because at every twist and turn, line after line and word after word, we are reminded that God knows everything. Here's how it begins. David writes, Psalm 139, verse 1, O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. So he begins Psalm 139 by just simply acknowledging the fact. What is the fact? The fact is God knows. He is the Lord who knows everything. In fact, he says, you've searched me and known me. The idea here is God's knowledge is an active knowledge. Uh, his, his eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth, beholding the evil and the good. Uh, so this is not a passive knowledge. This is not a, this is not a knowledge that is, uh, is given to him. It is a knowledge of his own. In other words, by his own will, through his own power, yes, through his own presence, he knows everything. In fact, God connects uh, his knowledge with his presence. If you keep reading in verse 5, he says, Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Don't you love this? God is in front of me. God is behind me. God is on me. No wonder in verse 6, the psalmist writes, Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. He says, you know so much, I could never know what you know. He said, I, even the knowledge that you know all of this blows my mind. You see, we are finite creatures, and our God is an infinite God. He says in verse 7, Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. What he's just described is the extent of God's knowledge. Basically, he goes all the way back to the beginning, to his mother's womb. He said, you knew me perfectly there. He goes all the way to the end, to the idea of death, and he says, you will know me there. He goes 
From the rising of the sun in verse 9, the wings of the morning, to the setting of the sun in verse 11, when darkness comes and he says, yes, even, even there you know me. He says in verse 8, if I go up to heaven, you're there, and if I go down to hell, you're there. What's he saying? He's using these contrasts, these extremes, to show you that God's knowledge is everywhere, it is about everyone, and it covers everything. There is nothing God does not know. I don't know about you, but in a world where it seems like we have more and more information and less and less knowledge, less and less understanding, aren't you glad that God knows everything and that God's knowledge is perfect? You couldn't add anything to it and you can't take anything away from it. It's just a fact. The fact is God knows. And then at this juncture in Psalm 139, he, he moves from simply the fact of God's knowledge to the praise for God's knowledge. He says in verse 14, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my sub substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! And if you're looking at your Bible, Psalm 139, verse 17, you'll see there are two exclamation points here. He's excited. It ought to excite you to think God made you. God uniquely designed your life. God has a very special purpose for you. God knew you when He made you. He knew how He was making you. He knew what He wanted to do with you. And He knows you now. Do you see how God's knowledge is not just theoretical, it's practical. It's not just, oh, that's a theological truth, but no, no, this is a personal application. You see, God knew everything from the beginning. And God knows you intimately. So today, you're, you're complaining about some weakness. You're complaining about uh, something that you wish you had. You're complaining about what? Fill in the blank. Stop and ponder this. God knows. He knows your inadequacies and your uh, deficiencies. He knows them perfectly. But He also knows how He's gifted you. He knows how He made you. He knows why He made you the way He made you and what He wants to do with you. It ought to just thrill you to think that God is thinking about you today. And that's what the psalmist comes to in verse 17 when he says, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. He says in verse 18, If I should count them, they're more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Why does he say when I'm awake? Because if you lay down and start thinking of all of God's thoughts towards you, you'll fall asleep before you get to the end of it. There's no end to it. And when you wake up, you'll find he's still thinking about you. He says in verse 19, Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men. For they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. What's he saying? He's saying, God, I, I just have to believe that if you know me, you know my enemies. And that if you know where I am, you know the circumstance I find myself in right now. Friend, this ought to be a great comfort to you today. God knows. No one else on earth may know, but God knows. Pause and praise Him today. Don't just say you acknowledge the fact of His knowledge. No, let there be praise in your lips. Praise God for His perfect knowledge and that He thinks of you. And then it brings us to a third truth. When you come to the end of the psalm, here's how it ends. Search me, O God, and know my heart. 
Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. We move from the fact of his knowledge to praise for his knowledge to now a prayer for his knowledge. Now we already know God knows everything, but what he's inviting the Lord to do is to search intimately every part of his heart and then show him his need. Bring him to a knowledge of his sin and his need of God. In fact, like bookends on the psalm, notice how it begins and ends. In verse 1, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. That's past tense. But verse 23, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. He said, Lord, you've searched me in the past. You've always known everything there is to know about me. Would you search me now? Would you know me? Would you make me to know my need? Isn't this beautiful? The truth is not only a comfort, it is also a conviction. It is challenging. It is this, Lord, you know me perfectly. So judge my motives today. Search my thoughts. Bring my heart in line with every good thing uh, that lines up with your heart and remove everything that doesn't line up with your heart. Oh, may all of us today come to a deeper knowledge of God's perfect knowledge and may it change the way we live. If you have been helped by today's Bible study, we would love to hear from you. You may connect with us or access the archive of all of the psalm studies online at scottpauley.org. It is our prayer that the Lord will continue to lead your life and that you will continue to follow. This is the only way to enjoy the journey. Thank you.